MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Tura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm R.J. Bell with the sports betting headlines for Friday. The Las Vegas Raiders dominate the Hall of Fame game. Yawn, but amazingly, the 38 points went way over the total, and the Jags scored late to push that over. Raiders, though, dominate. None of the starting quarterbacks playing for either team. Many, though, of the Raiders linemen playing first string. Okay, the Rams. You're hearing about Stafford, an elbow tendonitis. Well, Vegas has reacted big time in week one. Why is that? We'll tell you. Steelers list Mitch Trubisky as the starting quarterback. Still, though, Vegas says there's only a 67% chance of Mitch being the starter, meaning there's a real chance a rookie will start. We don't think he will. Here comes the 4 of the Vegas Truth covering all that and more. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Radio. This is Straight out of Vegas. With the voice of Vegas, your host, R.J. Bell. The pregame show America has always wanted. I 
Vegas Strip. Here's R.J. Bell. You heard it. I'm R.J. Live in Las Vegas, live on a Friday, live on 226 FSR stations across this great, great nation. A.J. Hoffman in studio. How's the knee hop along? It's hopping along. <laughs> so, uh, how's your pain medicine intake? Uh, it's still active. Okay. I, now, I, thought, you had a, I thought you had a heck of a show yesterday, so... I like maybe you need a little bit maybe to take the edge off. <laughs> a little something something as the kids say. Or maybe the kids said ten years ago. It helped know. Aaron Rodgers, why not me? Boy, you just won't let that go, will you? <laughs> I mean you sound like like the like the, the fuzz or something. Did you I mean, did you think about becoming a like a like a, not even a police officer, let's say a narc? Never. Okay. Do you think maybe you're evolving later in life? No. Hmm. Mackenzie, what do you think the take was on on uh Hop Along yesterday? A lot of great feedback. Excellent show by Hopalong AJ Hoffman. But no, the, the feedback was we had a foil, like someone to play the dupe. <laughs> right? I mean, there was no one saying like that. AJ has a lot of common sense to him with his with his marijuana take. I hadn't heard that take. No. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> that was kind of diplomatic the way he did that. Sports betters listen for the money. Sports fans listen to no more than their buddies. He's the fan who beats the man, AJ Hoff. Thank you, RJ. Great to be here today. The Raiders get a wire-to-wire win in the Hall of Fame game. Sean McVay says Matt Stafford won't participate in any further camp activities, and the Cleveland Browns continue to give Deshaun Watson first-team reps. What is the Vegas lead? Okay, sometimes the decision. I make here is symbolic. It's a what message is it sending? Now I'm thinking the default here is to do the the NFL game. But then I feel like, man, that sounds wrong to me. But then I think it's the business we've chosen. This is the business we've chosen. <laughs> but then I think I'm trumping that. Let's start with tendonitis in the elbow of the Rams. The the Super Bowl champion quarterback in Vegas reacting. I'll get set it up, but I'll do the line. Yeah, LA Rams quarterback Matt Stafford dealing with what is described as bad tendonitis. Uh, Coach McVay said this is abnormal for Matt Stafford. He will no longer participate in camp activities. No longer participate in camp activities. Now, would the way is this accurate? Is they've decided now to shut him down for the entire camp? Yes. Okay. Um, let's talk about how the line is moved here, and then we'll say this is what Vegas thinks, and then we can decide if we agree. All right. So, Rams, obviously Super Bowl champ. Bill, the Bills are the favorite to win the Super Bowl. Can't have a better matchup than that in week one, right? The champion against the favorite. It's like like knocking on the door. Okay, so the opening line here, and this opened months ago, was the Rams favored by one. Okay. Then, and uh, and let me see, I, I know this. This game is in L.A., right? Yes. Okay, it had to be. Okay, so... um Rams favored by one. So their home field these days is, let's say, two. The Rams don't have a great home field, so we'll call it two. It used to be three in most places. It's decreased in recent years. Okay. So this means they thought the Bills were a smidge better. 
Right? Okay, I can see that because if they should be two point the Rams at home, it's only one. It means the Bills brought it down because they were a little bit better team. Now, what happened is the line moved, and the and the uh, and the Bills became minus one. So they flipped the favorite. It was the Rams, the smallest of favorites at home. Then the Bills became the smallest of favorites on the road. But then the news, and I heard about this ten and nice a few days ago, but I guess it wasn't really solidified in the eyes of the biggest batters until yesterday, Thursday evening yesterday. The line went from Buffalo one to now two and a half. Okay, so now you got a this defending Super Bowl champions who are a home underdog in the opening game, almost by a field goal. That's a statement of how much the market loves the Bills, and the market loves the Bills. But McKenzie had a great point during, right before the show, actually, and I'll let him share it. Is you have it because here's the couple of things it could be. It could be the thought that Stafford might miss this game, and though it doesn't seem likely he's going to miss the game, we got to adjust something for it. Now, Stafford's backup, I'm not even sure who that is. Do we remember? So he's not a known backup. We'll pull it up real quick. We should know that. But um, assuming he is what I think, McKenzie, you got that? John Wolford, yeah. the backup quarterback. Now, where does that name make a ring a bell? He, he, he started a game last year. Was that with, oh, wait, that was the playoff game he started, and then he got hurt running the ball. Am I remembering that right? He started for the Rams. Yeah, instead of Jared Goff. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And okay, instead of Jared Goff, I mean, like three years ago. Two years ago. Okay, yeah. like two years. Okay. Okay, that was when Goff had a hurt hand or something, if I remember. Okay. So he, but he got knocked out really early, right? Of that game, if I remember. Okay, so not not a pedigreed backup, you know, a newbie in a way. Let's call him. Six points less than Stafford. It could be five and a half, but let's call it six. So now you're saying, well, RJ, if Stafford's worth six and there's a real chance of him not playing, how do you price it? Well, you just think, what's the chances? If it's 100% he misses, it's six points, right? If it's 50%, it's half that. Half the time it's going to be six, half the time it's going to be zero. Six plus zero divided by two equals three. You take half of it. If it's, you know, you can do any percentage you want. But I don't think this is what it is. I think McKenzie's right. You think it is? Lack of practice time. We knew that he's not going to play any preseason games. McVay doesn't play his starters in any preseason games. He never has. However, the development today's training camp, he will not participate in any team drills. That was the news. That's why I think the market reacted. Rust, not being able to be with the team throughout training camp, won't be as good week one. You want to say it one more time? I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yes, he took a long time to say that, didn't he? Yeah. Russ, it probably was enough. Okay. I think he's got a point. I don't like it. I don't. I mean, I like it. I don't like it. It took him so long to say it. But AJ, what do you think? How, how much of the move, the the original move, the minus one or the plus one to minus one for Buffalo, was just the love for the Bills? How much was this? Was any of this Stafford news baked into that? Or was is that well? I mean, the I mean, the Stafford news came out like a day. I mean, when do you remember seeing that initially, Mackenzie? The the tendonitis talk. I mean, I know it was at least Wednesday. Yeah, Wednesday was the first time I, I yeah, heard anything I, about it. Yeah, I think that's right for me. I don't think so. I mean, I guess we could just look at the line move. So the bills. Uh, so the bills moving to minus one 
it flipped a favor. Did that happen like as of Wednesday, or was no, that? No, long okay. time ago. So, so the line didn't move, so we don't really have to speculate. Now, here's the thing. Line moves don't happen in a vacuum. Meaning, we could think this is Stafford. What it sometimes is, and I think it is, but what it sometimes is in these moves is someone knows they're going to bet a team. Let's say you, let's do something people can relate to. Let's say you're going to uh, buy a new car and you've been saving for it. You know what car you want, but you're, wa- let's say a Tesla, you're waiting for it. But then you hear, oh my gosh, there's been a recall of Teslas that the supply is going to really diminish. Now, you're not buying it because the supply is diminishing. You were going to buy it anyway, but it's going to make you act more quickly. So I think for those sitting back with Bill's appetite, with an appetite to bet the bills, the minute that this comes out, they're thinking, oh, someone's going to move this line. We might as well be first. Because we wanted to be on the bills, we anyway. Be on the bills anyway. So some of this action could be uh, something that's triggering the, or this news triggering the bills batters to act anyway. And some of it is speculation he might miss, maybe. And some of it, because who knows? If, I mean, pitchers don't, sometimes a pitcher's out for the year and sometimes they're out for two weeks and they don't, they don't know sometimes, right? I mean, we see that all the time. I, I think with Dak, we didn't know what was up with his arm last training camp, right? We, uh, Prescott, we talked about that at length. I don't think we have any idea with Stafford. So I think some of it has to be there's a chance he doesn't play. But I think McKenzie's right. Some of it is even if he plays, how can't he be rusty? Because Stafford dealt with an elbow issue last offseason and got an injection to, to prepare for the uh, prepare for the season last offseason. Well, you're making it sound courageous. I'm not making it sound courageous. I'm he just saying this is I something mean, he's, he's dealt with before. Fav- rank your favorite quarterbacks, not in who you think is best, but who you feel an affinity to. You like these guys. Who? Josh Allen, uh-huh. Justin Herbert. Uh-huh. Hey, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> Russell Wilson, then Matt Stafford. You, you have Russell Wilson above Matt Stafford? Yeah. I don't think I've heard you say the name Russell Wilson in a year. Well, he had a bad year last year. You just had nothing to say no, about I it. I mean, what am I going to do? Well, today I try to be objective. When the guy's no good, he's no good. All right, so we've covered this move, and, and to me, we went into it at length. And again, Mackenzie, long-winded, but <laughs> but the th- but the thing is, it really helps you to understand why these lines move. What's happening? One thing I didn't mention. That line moved first at Circus Sportsbook, which is one of the uh, sharpest books in the world. They do very ambitious things here in Vegas. It's a new book, last couple years. And in general, the places, the books, and you know my feeling on books, right? I'm very, very skeptical of them because I know them. See, if I didn't know them, the guys that run these books, I wouldn't be skeptical. Here's what I know about them. Cockroaches. Cockroaches, yeah. Not all bookies, but most bookies most of the time. Cockroaches, it's just true. And if you bet, you know that. And here's the thing, is the the guys I respect are the ones, the books that put up uh, the first line in the world, the world opener. Now, why do I respect that because they're saying, Hey, world, I'm going to be the first to give my opinion and you can bet into it. Now, I know they're getting 11 to 10, they get to VIG, but that still takes guts. The guys that wait and say, Oh, look, Circa opened. Oh, look, 
Pinnacle opened. Let's get one more book. Okay. Now bookmaker.eu opened. Okay, now what? Let's wait another hour. Okay, <laughs> the line seems to be settled. Let's open up for nickel limits. Those guys, listen, in a weird way, it's almost a no-lose situation, so it's hard to begrudge them, but I'm not going to celebrate them. The circus of the world should be celebrated because they are very ambitious. And Vegas has not had a book that ambitious for a long time. For years, I spent years here on local radio in Vegas just lambasting the bookies as uninventive, too conservative, incestuous. They just all were worried about each other instead of what was going on in the world. And if you look in Jersey, Jersey has dominated with the offerings, with all the the um, ambition, all the creativity. And now Vegas is slowly, begrudgingly following. Uh, let's get a new generation of sportsbook managers in there. And Circa's willing to take some L's just to be the place where people want to come to well, sports I wouldn't say bet. they're taking L's. I think they're willing to take sharp action that in the long run they think is a theoretical negative for them. But they're paying for information. I agree yep. with that. But you know, like they don't know if it's an L or a win. Come when they take the bet, they just know this is a 55% winner, probably, and that means they're going to lose in the long run. But they want the info, which again, give them a and listen, they have new guys running that thing. I mean, not that these bookmakers didn't have any experience, but they weren't like a big name they didn't bring in, so they're, they're almost saying we're going to rewrite the rules. And in a way, they have, and they're the ones that have a big a multiple million dollars of guarantee in their contests. So very good stuff there, and, and I have no affiliation with them. Okay, so here's what we're gonna do: take our first break. When we come back, we're gonna get into that Hall of Fame game, but we won't spend more than thir- uh, 90 seconds. 90 seconds seems like plenty. <laughs> and then I'm gonna tell you. When Colin Cowherd was crazy today, he had his five big surprises, and a couple of these would be more than a surprise. Stay tuned. He's R.J. Bell. I'm A.J. Hoffman. This is the pregame show you've always wanted right here on Fox Sports Radio. Straight out of Vegas! Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and Challenge All-Star. And speaking of All-Stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of challenge champion. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I disagree with intervention. I disagree with protocol. If you speak out against the words. I'm R.J. Bell. We are straight out of Vegas. And I'm A.J. Hoffman. Okay, I'm going to put, you know how like, um, uh, pardon the interruption, puts a clock on things. We're going to have a hard clock on this preseason talk. I'm going to let you brain dump what you thought happened. I'll tell you if you know, anything needs corrected. And we're moving on to what I'm fascinated by. Colin Cowherd came up with five long shot kind of like, this would be a surprise, but here's what I think. And I think one of them is playing wrong. And like it's like I think the odds are way long shot, a big long shot. But also, we've got the odds on everyone that's got odds on it, four out of five, actually, there's odds. You can bet these things. And I'm going to ask you, AJ, which one you would bet, if you could bet any of them, perhaps. Yeah, that's what I'll do. Okay, this is the fastest growing show on Fox Sports Radio. Audiences doubled in the last two years plus, and we really appreciate the support and keep working extra hard to deliver a show worthy of spreading the word on. You can listen over the weekends, I always recommend the podcast. I actually listened to the podcast yesterday just to see how our back and forth on the drug war was going. It was, um, they should have stopped it. Stopped the fight? Yeah. Okay. It was like Rocky Four. Remember when Duke had the towel and what, it, what Rocky was going to throw it in? Duke's going, throw the towel! He, does, he throws it one second too late. Drago, right? Uh, it's over for Creed. R.I.P. It, it changed his son's future. I mean, two movies were affected oh, yeah. by that. And then he wasn't in Rocky Five, and that made you know Rocky wear that 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 sweater and that was he was covering his double chin with everything was wrong with Rocky Five though. But then Six was good. Six was good. Well, it was good. It's called Rocky, Rocky. Balboa. Yeah. He was running Adrian's. Yeah, yeah. I've seen those movies a few times, but <laughs> but it was like that. No one threw that. Mackenzie, you should have thrown the towel in for AJ. Stay down. <laughs> Stay down, Rock. Okay, but again, that was good. Pod- podcast is good, and you can always catch up during the week. And by the way, here in Vegas on the Strip, 
94 degrees, nice and cool. The neon is percolating. All right, the Raiders jump out to a 20 to 0 lead, hold on to win 27 to 11 over the Jaguars, who didn't show much life in this game. Well, listen. As he has in a majority of his games, Trevor Lawrence threw no touchdowns. <laughs> True. I th- how many, McKenzie, find a, I think he had three games last year he had a touchdown in. Like, give me a count on that. All right, I'm on it. And I know for sure, like, like the last like 12 games, he had like two with a touch. So we'll see. Maybe at the beginning, he had a few. <laughs> I mean, can you believe in the NFL in 2021, you would go like 10 games and have like two touchdown passes? Seems difficult. It seems, I mean, for the savior, it's crazy. How, who are they saving? The other team? I don't know. But we'll see. Now, listen, he got rid of terrible Urban Meyer. But, you know, Urban Meyer was never that terrible until, what, he, he was hanging out at a bar? And I, obviously that was wrong. But did that make him, like, a horrible coach? It made him, like, less than ideal. It probably deserved to be fired. But is it going to, the whole season gets wiped away because he of that? He did assault the kicker. Oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> how's that lawsuit proceeding? <laughs> All right, you're saying he had nine touchdown games with a touchdown. So tell me that streak at the end that was crazy against him. Three touchdown passes in his final nine games, including two oh. back-to-back in week 17 and 18. So he had. So there was like a seven games he had one touchdown. Exactly. Ouch. Seven games in the NFL with one touchdown, and he started ended the season worse than he started. So Urban Meyer was at good form. It's like right when Urban went out, he couldn't throw a touchdown. <laughs> Think about it, right or wrong. No, you're right. What week did he go out? Like 13 or I mean 12? It wasn't the very end. It, no, it was after week 10. But after week 10, but you're right, it wasn't the very end. I would say 11 or 12. Yeah, so, so it's like literally it lined up exactly with, with right. Urban leaving. They might. I wonder if he wanted him back this year. I don't think so. Just cut the kicker. Cut, get rid of the kicker. <laughs> All right. Here's what I would say. I'm going to give you a, uh, 45 seconds to talk about this Raiders game, and we'll move on. All I saw that, uh, that I really took note of was the Raiders running game looked really good. Zamir White, the rookie out of Georgia, looked really strong. Josh Jacobs, who uh, some people were surprised that he played, being the only skill position starter who played for the Raiders. But the run game for uh, the, the Raiders looked pretty good. Traylon Walker, the number one pick for the Jags, was causing some havoc. They had to eventually double-team him. Now, did he play against the first team? He did. Oh, okay. So he, he looked pretty good as well, but it, it, it's hard to take anything away from these games. You hear the t- taken? I did. That's time taken. I'm good. We all got limited time, you know? Like, right this second, you're the, you are the youngest you will ever be again. I've heard that. And now, now again, oh. you're older, <laughs> but you're the youngest you're ever going to be. I mean, never stops. Is that just me or you as well? <sighs> It's a little different for me, okay. <laughs> but but it's very similar. I can't the lie. Time Lord R.J. Bell. <laughs> I can't lie. We're straight out of Vegas. All right, let's go to Colin's crazy takes. I will say one thing. No, these aren't all crazy. One of them is crazy. The other ones are bold. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Okay, but one's crazy. All right, and I like the alliteration. Colin Cowherd, crazy, right? So it's, it works. <laughs> I mean, listen, Colin's. I've probably said more good words about Colin on air than anyone. So I love him, but sometimes his takes are wrong. I love his show, especially. Um, let's think. I got one thing to say on the this game. Teams that play in the Hall of Fame game have an advantage next week because they're further along in their evolution. 
meaning, okay, how many, when we're going to play the starters? Well, let's play them after one game, after two games. Well, hey, that comes quicker if you've had a game. You see it in college sometimes, right? A sure. team will have on that opening weekend a game. Do you, I'm assuming you, unless there was a bunch of injuries or something, you you benefit the team that has a game under their belt, For right? For sure. Yeah, so this is the same phenomenon. Okay. Um, another factor is if a team gets embarrassed, they tend to be more motivated to make a statement. Jacksonville, number one pick two years ago. Jacksonville, number one pick last year. Do you think they want to go 0-4 in the preseason? No. A new head coach as well? Yeah, Yeah. he doesn't want to have that stink. So my thought is the decisions you can – now what decisions can you make in the preseason to affect winning? Because in the regular season, everyone mostly is trying to win. Sometimes late in the year, you know. You can play your starters more or longer. You can go less vanilla in game plan. So, like, you might have certain passes or certain plays you think are going to work against this team, but this team runs a defense like a team in your division. You don't want to show it on tape. But if you you really are worried about the headlines, you will because you are worried about losing. And I think you're right. I think that Jacksonville will be extra motivated next week. And I think Trevor Lawrence is certainly looking for redemption, assuming he plays. And I also think if I had to bet, I would look at Jacksonville's offense to go over. Because the offense was embarrassed. The score was a little deceiving at the end because it was, what, three points? Three points. With four minutes left? almost almost the full game. Yeah, so, I mean, they're going to be looking to put some points up. And the market, they're going to do the opposite. They're going to say, Jacksonville, I'm not betting them. I won't bet them with your money. Well, that's the time to bet them. So I'll be looking at Jacksonville next week, but not an early pick. Not an early pick. We're straight out of Vegas. All right, here, I'm going to read Collins' five takes. I'm going to give the odds as the current market dictates. And, AJ, I'm going to let you pick one, and I hope it's the one I think is absurd. Okay. Just because it'll be fun. All right. Cowboys to miss the playoffs. Miss the playoffs. Mackenzie, uh, you got that wrong. You flipped it. Now, is the 240 to miss or make? Plus 205 to miss the playoffs. Okay. So he's saying plus 205. So missing the playoffs is actually a favorite, right? And it's like a 67% chance or so to miss him. So he's um, – I'm sorry. So him missing the playoffs, he is – Plus 205 to miss the playoffs. Plus 205. Okay. Boy, are you going to change that at any point? <laughs> he just keeps leaving the wrong one up there. All right. So what, what do you think of that one first? I have not bought into the Eagles or, or the Commanders the way other people have. I'm down no, on Dallas. Eagle, you're not into the. What don't you like about what the Eagles have done? I don't know that the Eagles, if if they have to throw the ball, that they're going to be able to. Well, they made the playoffs without throwing the. I mean, you think he's going to get worse throwing the ball, Jalen Hurts? Uh, I I think the teams. Do you will, think he's going to get worse? No, but I think teams can adjust to their offense in in the second year of it. Okay, well, this is the third year of it because he played like well, he played like four or five games okay. in year one. So I mean, they didn't adjust much in between there, right? I, and you don't think like the the, the influx of receiver is going to help AJ Brown? I mean, if the I mean, if Lamar Jackson got a great wide receiver, what would we say about it? Well, if he could throw to him, that'd be great. So, so you think that that first of all, Jalen Hurts and Lamar Jackson, you think are so bad throwing the ball that their receivers don't matter? I think they matter. I just think they don't matter as much as a, a good quarterback, a, a a good throwing quarterback getting a top tier receiver. 
Well, yeah, but that isn't the issue. The issue is, will A.J. Brown help Hurts? Not would A.J. Yes. Brown help someone else more? Yes, he would matter? help him. But, I mean, it, just relatively, I think but, but it's not as big of a deal. It might not be as big of a deal, but the question is, if, if let's say that I lived in California and I inherited $100 million. My dad is a coal miner, so I don't think that's happening. <laughs> but let's say I did $100 million. And in California, I had to pay the extra, I don't know, what is it, 20% for all the state and local okay. stuff? Okay. So that means I would have $20 million less. And that wouldn't be good. I wouldn't like it as much. But I still would have, like, $50 million sure. after I pay federal. So, like, if A.J. Brown's a huge asset— and like, where do you rank? Do you rank AJ Brown in the top seven of receivers? Yes. Okay, so one of the seven best receivers in the league goes to Philly. The th- the weakness you think they have is passing, and wh- how can you help that weakness any more than getting one of the best receivers in the league without having to give up a receiver? You can't. Yeah. So without upgrading quarterback. Yeah, but Jalen Hurts. It would. Do you know who jumped? I don't know if you heard about Mike Sando. <laughs> he, he from the athletic. Yes, he he does a quarterback tier. Yes, you know who jumped the most slots? Was it Jalen Hurts? It was Jalen Hurts. Jumped ten slots. Then there will be egg on my face again this year after Mike Sandoz. He got me last year. I'm sure he'll get yeah, me well, again this year. Well, you were ranting and raving how Joe Burrow didn't belong to be 14. Yeah, you were 14. I was wrong. 14. <laughs> All right. I want to bet you about that. So, where you want to go over eight? Like, you want to? What do you? What do you think the win total should be for Philly? I don't. I feel, eight? No. I, Why? I, it's nine. Under one twenty. Uh, what's the current market at? I don't know. What do I know? Oh yeah, you know. Stra- you would have offered. If we you are didn't straight know. out of it. What do you see, Mackenzie? Nine point six for the Eagles' win total. All right. So here's what you need. You're going to have to pay a little tax for being so or. Not ostentatious. You've been argumentative, I think, with this. So how about we'll go nine and a half, no vig, so it's flat, and we just let's do what we do a hundred here. It's a deal. All right, I like this. You know, Fez, I took Fez, I took Fez on Philly too, because um, he had who did he have? Minnesota was it, McKenzie? And then he thought they had the same win total, and then we, me and Scott bat him, and then it was. Um, he looked and goes, oh, my God, it's a half game different. It changed just that morning. It was the Dolphins. Oh, so so we got Philly to win more games than the Dolphins. Yes. Dolphins oh, currently that, at less yeah. than nine wins expected. And Philly's at 9.6. Right. All right. I'm feeling <laughs> good about that. I'm going to eat some pizza. I'm going to get, you know, we call these pizza bats, but I'm going to get, like, for 100, I can get, like, two big pizzas and freeze it and then, like, thaw it out every Monday morning. Get some wings, too. Oh, I actually like chicken wings with pizza. I take one bite of one, one <laughs> bite of the other, and a big swig of Mountain Dew. You know what you told me once what? was uh, you get bulgogi with sushi, and it's like surf and turf. It is. I've been doing that lately. How it's, good is it's that? It's very good. Is that the place that yeah, we yeah, brought yeah. you? Yeah. It, it, this, I mean, it comes, the meat comes out juicy, and the juice sinks into the fish. Oh. That's a brilliant food pro tip. <laughs> you know another one? Give it to me. I'm going to tell you first, though. Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific. Fox Sports Radio. I'm AJ Hoffman. He's the voice of Vegas, RJ Bell. Okay, so here's the last little food tidbit I'm going to give you get a Snickers bar and two bananas. And take a big bite of a banana, but before you chew, take a small bite of the Snickers and you mix it all together. It's like a dessert, but a majority of it is fruit. So it's got to be good for you. Well, fruit's all good for you. Yeah. 
No, it is. I mean, I, anyone that talks about fruit, like, oh, the sugars, they are, they should be put in a mental institution. Because look around what people's eating Doritos and under, yeah. it, it, any fruit. The, the fattiest fruit in the world is so much better than what the average person eats. Just Agreed. eat your fruit. So, do you see the point, Snickers and two bananas? It does sound like it's it'd a be two good. for one. That's a lot of food, though. For what? Two bananas and a Snicker bar? That's like... Like a lot of food for what? Like a dinner? A snack? Well, what? I mean, like for a snack, yeah. Let's say you eat a light early dinner. It comes 9.30 or 10. No one's looking. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? All right. Let's continue. We're straight out of A. <laughs> yeah, I got to tell... I'll tell a quick embarrassing story about a 20-second story. I love cold pies. Cold pies. Like pumpkin pie, but like okay. almost frozen. Not frozen, but almost frozen. Well, for Thanksgiving, Christmas, sure. you know, we have a lot of pies around. When I go back home, you know, pre, you know, before COVID, I went home every year for Christmas in Ohio. One time, I woke. Another thing, I kind of sleepwalk eat. Where like when I wake up, I want just one bite of something, like at four in the morning, and it helps me go back to sleep. But sometimes I get stuck and I don't realize I'm doing. It. I just keep eating. And one time I'm just at the freezer eating a pumpkin pie at four in the morning. <laughs> and my sister comes out and looks and sees me, like watches me for like a minute. And she's home too. This is years ago. <laughs> I didn't hear the end of that for a long time. Like just taking like four. You didn't realize what was going on? I realized. But you know how it is with cold, good cold pumpkin pie. How You take one bite and you want another. Yeah. You take another, you want another. You don't think anyone's watching at four in the morning. Yeah. What was she doing? Probably out for pumpkin pie. Pumpkin pie, pie, but she probably wouldn't have four or five big bites. But and then what's sad is you wake up the next day and you got like like undetermined food on the side of your mouth because you don't remember what you ate. And and then you don't look at the mirror right away and you go after twenty minutes and you look in the mirror and go, Oh my god, I got like Snickers running down the side of my face. All right, I can't do better than that. We might just end the show, right? No, we got one more segment. We're going to finish going through Colin's picks. I'm going to give you a pick of his that I'm going to bet. And then we're also going to tell you the one that's the crazy one. Stay tuned. He's RJ Bell. I'm AJ Hoffman. This is the pregame show you've always wanted right here on Fox Sports Radio. Right out of Vegas! MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and challenge all-star. And speaking of all-stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers, and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of Challenge Champion. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, 
Cain Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Everyday Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. You can build internal resources. That's what the study of psychology is about, building internal resources. Turning towards is one of the most important elements of successful relationships, no matter what kind of relationship it is. The thing that underpins all of this productivity stuff is finding a way to make the journey itself enjoyable. The journey is the destination. The beauty of uncertainty is infinite possibility. When you don't know what's next, you don't know what's next. And thus, anything can be next. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. R.J. Bell, we are straight out of Vegas. And I'm A.J. Hoffman. Okay, we're going to do like a little extravaganza pick segment here, which is going to be fun. But we're using Colin's bold takes as the contextual element. $1,000 for Cool G, as we call it back home. Are you at liberty to play for that, Stanley? Would you prefer to play for smiles? I'm giving a best bet. AJ's giving a best bet. Less importantly, let's get one thing out of the way, though. Bill Belichick to retire was one of his four or five, there's no odds on that. I would put it about 15 to one or more. I think this is playing wrong. I think there's another one that's playing wrong too. But the thing about Belichick is he wants nothing more. Just like Brady put a capper on his Patriots time with that Super Bowl win. And I think when the story's said and done, that might be the most important win of his career. Like when it's 50 years from now and there's another potential go and it's like, who is it? Him leaving Belichick. And going and winning, though he cherry-picked the right team. It was very smart. It was a very talented team without a quarterback, good quarterback. But it was a heck of a win. And and, and it, it, I think there's no other win except maybe the Atlanta win because that was so amazing in that game. Yeah. Was, and maybe the first win, which wasn't as amazing, but to do that as a guy that, you know, uh, the 199th pick in year two, he's, he's the most accomplished quarterback for a reason. 
But man, that was amazing. Belichick wants the same thing. It doesn't matter if it takes five or six years. What else has Belichick got? I mean, this is his life. I know at some point people retire, but I get no sense his energy's dropping. I mean, if anything, he's taking on more responsibility without coordinators. I mean, you know, we'll see. And I've heard people say, well, maybe he just wants to focus on being the GM. I disagree with that. I think he would. No, like, that's the least. I mean, his interest in that is he wants to control his, the player. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. And usually he's, he's had, he was, you know, like Kyle Shanahan is known to have the power in San Francisco, but there's a GM. Right, so it wasn't like I don't know what if it, now it is, but I mean there was uh, uh, what was the dude that ended up going to Kansas City? Not Ioli. Um, there's multiple. I mean there was multiple GMs with the Patriots during Belichick's years, uh, but he was in control. Sure. Right. Okay. Now we've already gone over. Cowboys are about plus two hundred, two to one to miss the playoffs. So they're an underdog. They're a favorite to make them, an underdog to miss them. Now we got. That's pick two, but we're setting the Belichick aside. So we'll say pick one, Dallas. Okay, plus two fit or 205, 200 to miss the playoffs. Dallas will underperform. Minnesota will win the NFC North plus 270. Any quick thoughts on? You don't have to tell your pick, but you like that. One? I think it's a, it's a, a solid number given that I'm looking for a way to fade Green Bay because of Aaron Rodgers being too much of a hippie. Aaron Rodgers caring about things more than he cares about football. And would you say that started just this year? No. Okay. How do you think he did last year? He did pretty well. Yeah. MVP? MVP. How did he do the year before? Pretty well again. MVP again. So you figure more the same, but you want to fade. He doesn't have Devontae Adams anymore. So, But that's different than not focusing on football. That's true. So which one is it? I think it's a combination. So... Adams was able to make his lack of fo- – or he would have had even a bigger season if he focused on football. I, How good would he have been last year if he focused on football? I, th- I think that there's unlimited potential. Do you, like, do you think that he focuses – so no, There's no limit. To no, he, but I mean, do you, do you think that he wouldn't be better if he gave his full attention to football? Here's like the it's, thing. If he was a robot, I think you're right, more hours in fo- – but if it made him question his choice, and if it made him hate it, maybe it wouldn't be. I mean, there is a point where – and I'm not saying Roger – I think – I don't like Roger. I'll be honest, but I think some of the attacks are unfair. I don't like him, his personality. He just seems like he thinks he's too, he's not that smart. <laughs> I mean, me and Aaron Rodgers at debate. It, I have a better chance out throwing him in football. <laughs> it's about zero in both. All right, maybe not better. About the same. <laughs> I mean, you know, if he broke his arm, maybe he left-handed. I think I could take him left-handed if it was a Nerf ball for sure. <laughs> We're straight out of Vegas. Okay, um, the Rams to repeat. And with Stafford's injury, or you know, ten and nice, whatever, eleven to one. And by the way, Minnesota was plus two seventy to win the North. And then Denver quarterback Russell Wilson to be the MVP, fourteen to one. So real quick, we repeat, and you can pick your one. Cowboys two to one to miss the playoffs from Colin Coward. Minnesota plus two seventy to win the NFC North. Rams eleven to one to repeat. And Wilson to win MVP 14 to 1. If you had $100 and you were forced to bet, what would you bet? I'd bet the Vikings to win the NFC North. And an offensive minded head coach, I think he can get more out of Kirk Cousins and, and again, uh, looking to fade Green Bay a little. But you agree with the fact that sometimes people, if there's a point where the amount of effort can become counterproductive. I agree. 
And f- that point is different for different people. No doubt. Because there's some dads, if you let him be a dad like a little bit, he can be a good dad. But the dads that you want to like do 50-50, it means he's going to be out the door within six months. I mean, maybe Aaron Rodgers will be retired right now if he put in more effort. So really, effectively, he's done better. I don't know. I know he did ayahuasca, and you haven't let him his, him up from your boot <laughs> on his throat. I will say this. I think that the Packers are actually going to do better than people think by— because I think the defense might be top five, right? And if Aaron Rodgers—and they have a great running game. So if Aaron Rodgers, even with the weak receivers, can be just— <laughs> Like the eighth best quarterback in the league. If you have the eighth best quarterback, a real good running game, and a top five defense, what do you got? A pretty good football team. Yeah. All right, here's my pick. It's simple. I'm going, well, hmm. I'm going to say my pick is Dallas plus 200 to miss the playoffs. They're, they're thinned out. Most teams got, so many teams got better. Dallas got worse by far. Lost their key pass rusher, et cetera. I agree with the mayor. One other thing, though. Russell Wilson to win MVP is not going to happen. Shanahan's defense or offense, that Shanahan offense, the quarterback starts slow. Even Aaron Rodgers does the first half of the year. I think Denver starts really slow. No chance Russell Wilson, who has never, ever gotten an MVP vote, will get enough to win this this year when he's starting with a Shanahan offense. Forget about it. Dallas, the second most downgraded team by win total over the course of this offseason. Justified. If you missed any of today's show, you can check out the podcast at foxsportsradio.com. We're going to be back on Monday, 6 Eastern, 3 o'clock Vegas time. He's RJ Bell. I'm AJ Hoffman. We are straight out of Vegas right here on Fox Sports Radio. Enjoy the weekend. Straight out of Vegas! MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast! podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love Love at First first Listen. Listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleha Mosin. 
And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.